I'm your host, DJ, and it is a beautiful Tuesday night here in Georgia. And I'll tell you what, we're we're running shorthanded tonight. We don't have my brother, the money man, with us. But you know what? We do have a study of UAP's Debs. Good evening, homegirl. Good evening. And I just want to say again that Nathan will be with us in spirit. Deb, Deb threw that in our in our, our group chat, and I was like, yes, we're having someone on who deals with spirits, like, firsthand. So, Deb, I got to give it to you, man. You're a multi-tool player. You know what I'm saying? Multiple tools will be one of my questions. How'd you know? Are you using some psychic abilities right now? <laughs> She's like the Patrick Mahomes of, of UFO podcasts. My homie Deb's one of the OGs of CAB. It's an honor to have you, and... Um, it is an honor to bring on uh, our guest tonight, our special guest. Uh, it, it took quite a while to make this come to fruition, but uh, I'm really excited. What a, a lovely person. And she has a group. Uh, she left um, th th the world of corrections <laughs> to get into paranormal research. And I don't know whether that was through retirement or just like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm bet I'm going to change my life. But you know how amazing it is, the, the courage of uh men and women like her that that do what they do and go into these people's homes where they have bad experiences so uh without uh, further ado uh let us welcome in the director what i'm talking about right here of the ghost sisters all right party people put show together for mandy coming can I get it? Amen for Mandy. Amen. <laughs> Welcome, Miss Mandy. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for having me. See, it's not much different than when you just joined the stream and I was clapping. It's the same kind of excitement. You see what I'm saying? So. I like that energy. That's good energy. <laughs> This is good energy, and because and at, at, at your job, you know, sometimes you're dealing with some bad energy that's not so good. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, definitely the the energies up in there. Oof. Yeah. So um, you're gonna have to forgive me for this very rote question, but when someone has this sort of career um, metamorphosis that that you had from being obviously a, a corrections officer, law enforcement officer. In Ohio and going into this, we have to ask you, what is it? Uh, what was the the sort of motivation, the epiphany? What happened? Was this something that was happened in one moment or something that sort of uh, was insidious and over a period of time? How, how did you come to this, ma'am? So it started for me when I was younger. Um, I started having um, experiences with spirit when I was young, maybe nine or ten. Um, and it just continued on. And uh, my older brother, um, he's deceased now, but there was something horrible that happened to him that caused him uh, his death. And he was the first one to come to me. Um, and it was just like after that. And I was young at the time, too. So it was like after that, 
I started having more experiences with spirit as I was becoming a teenager. I started having experiences when I got older um, from 18 on up, it got really crazy. Um, yeah. So it's just been my whole life and I've always been drawn to the spiritual world, you know, and hearing uh, ghost stories growing up from uh, my mother's side of the family, uh, you know, hearing my grandmother talk about things or, or my aunt, she would talk about her stories and my mother had a few. So I was always drawn to, you know, you know, listening to the stories. And so I was intrigued because I was having experiences too. So, and, you know, I got into law enforcement. I worked in law enforcement for eight years and I actually started my paranormal team while I was working in law enforcement full time doing this. Gangster, straight <laughs> gangster. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I had I had the spirits following me from the jail. What? Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Listen, they didn't they wouldn't leave me alone in life and they wouldn't leave me alone in death. It was like, oh goodness. Mandy, so, nobody nobody blows my mind within the first 120 seconds of the show. And you've done that first with your brother being your first ever visitor. And now this, and we got to go back there, but go ahead, ma'am. <laughs> so um, I was going to ask you, we're talking about, you know, you were seeing them, they were coming. A lot of people seem to engage with spirits in different ways. I was wondering if you think everyone has that ability or if it's only certain Ooh. people that can have that access. Oh, everybody has the ability. It's just a lot of people shut it down when they're younger. You know, like if you're told, say you say, oh, there's a, someone's visiting you at night or, there's, you know, there's something in your closet, you know, and your parents are going to be like, oh, this is just your imagination. You know, and after a while, when a child hears that over and over, they're being told it's not real. They shut it down. And over time, you know, some people try to open that back up. They're like, you know, they, they're like, man, I really wish I wouldn't have did that. You know, um, whether it was for when they were younger or maybe maybe they just didn't want to open up yet to it because of society. You know, when they're teenagers, you don't want to go telling your friends, hey, there's someone over here, you know, <laughs> that they don't see, you know. So a lot of people shut that down. And then later on, they want to open it back up and it makes it kind of harder for them once they've done that. But uh, yeah, everybody has the gift, whether or not they um, shut it down when they're younger or, you know, or, you know, I, I think when you have something traumatic happen to you when you're younger, that really opens you up even more to these um, types of experiences, uh, whether, you know, it, it could be um, a family death or a near death experience. It could be anything traumatic that will open that door up at any time in your life, whether you've shut it down or not too. Is there a developmental process though? I mean, just to tag off on your question, Debs, is there a developmental process or do you think um, you, that, that, because when you say that you shut it down, that's like a conscious decision or do you think that, that, that you may have it, but you still need to cultivate and or develop it in some way? I think you always have it, even though you shut it down, it's there, but you kind of like, um, tuck it in, you hide it, you know, you, you press it way down. You, you don't, you don't tap into it. You, you ignore it. And, and then later in life, when you do want to open it back up, it can make it a little bit harder, you know, depending on. Yep. 
how I'm strong sorry. of a person you are, how open you are to those type of things. I, De I hope Debs is going to tell you about her one foray into paranormal research tonight. But <laughs> anyway, Deb, let me, let me... <laughs> the one recent ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was let me good. let you... <laughs> let me let you get in there because I I I know where I'm going. I'm going back to uh, her brother. But so so go ahead, Debs. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of going to do something similar. So you were talking about how people with trauma um, have um opened up that aperture i think that is a matter of like perception like we're just more self-aware when we experience trauma and that's part of survival but i was thinking about how there's like this myth of all a lot of these spirits come because of trauma and i just wanted to know what your viewpoint was because it's for them the same right they're able to reach us is that also because of trauma or is there some other reason that they're able to reach us you know, I've, I've never thought of it that way, um, you know, but that is a, that would make sense. I think it can be either or, you know, um, definitely. Sometimes doors are open that should not be open. But when you experience these things and, and it can be a different things, it doesn't have to just be near death. It doesn't have to be a loss of a loved one. It could be other traumatic things, you know, abusive child or anything like that. Those type of things can really open up that them doors that should not be opened, you know? So, hmm. and, and I had a, that was kind of what happened to me. I had a few of those experiences in my life when I was a kid. So really opened up doors that probably should not have been opened, but they opened and they never shut. <laughs> but I never wow. seen, I never personally, uh, when I was younger, I never seen the spirits with my eyes. I was hearing them. Um, I, I would feel them. I, I felt someone crawl in my bed one time when I was a teenager. I had weird things going on, guys. Like, like my name coming through my TV. Um, my brother. What? Yes, wow. my brother's name came through my TV in 1998. The the big back TVs, not your little flat screen, because 1998, you know, those real big TVs. Yeah. Yeah, I had uh, in 1998, um, my house got caught on fire and my brother was trying to warn me and it was on his birthday. This this was all going down and my brother's name came across the TV and like it stayed on for like 40 minutes. It was insane. What? It's hard to believe, but there was two other people that witnessed yeah. it. And, yeah. and then a couple of days later, my house, if uh, I had this weird urge um, to rearrange my living room and if i wouldn't have rearranged my living room after my brother's name went on the tv it was the next day i felt i needed to rearrange my living room i kept felt like spirit was bugging me of course at the time i didn't know that was spirit doing that but i now know it was and i just rearranged my living room if i would not have rearranged my living room we would have not have um, seen the plug in the wall was melting in it was, it was catching on fire we kept getting a smell we thought there was a dead animal that crawled underneath the house or a cat crawled underneath there and died or something, but we didn't know. But that was the smell was coming from the burnt wire in the wall, which wow. my um, stand at the time, my TV stand was hiding it. So if I wouldn't have had that urge to rearrange and move that TV stand, we would have never caught that right away in the house. You know, who knows we would have, what would happen. So. Uh, yeah, house fire is just so scary. Electrical. We actually, I'm renting 
this place here in Georgia and we just had some electrical work because there I said, well, what I'm seeing is arcing, arcing no good. <laughs> so um, we have somebody in the chat uh, referring to you as Major Mandy. Is that one of your troops from the prison? <laughs> you, did you hold the rank of Major? Major Mandy. Yeah, somebody. That sounds familiar. I'm, I'm a few different things that people will say. Yeah. Okay. So it, it may be one of your troops from uh, either a ghost hunting or in the prison. So uh, hopefully it's not one of the one of the folks that's deceased that followed you home, but we'll get there. Because um, so, <laughs> that person may have a Facebook account. Um, tell us about your um, your group and, and the members and, and that, because I, I, I can't go too far without hearing that. Um, well, I, I'm sorry. I didn't, what was that? The again? I was doing that comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's my friend. Amazing woman. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Major Mandy. Yeah. That's why we, we, we kind of thought the same thing. That's why we invited her on. Um, so <laughs> I can't even remember whose show I heard you on, but, but that's how I first became aware of you of someone else's show. And then, then I contacted you. So it could be um, legit paranormal. I do a podcast on Wednesdays with legit paranormal news podcast news i think i heard you on like it was a bigfoot show but it was either like it, it, brian it, sharp or i've know. been on a lot of shows so it's yeah it's hard to say. <laughs> Vic Cundiff, it might have been so i'm not i just can't remember which one what i heard you on but i heard you on somebody's show and i was like wow man she's like really interesting we're gonna get her on um so so tell us about uh ghost sisters of of ohio what's the official name is ghost sisters of is it marion ohio when we first started it was ghost sisters of marion ohio and then uh two years after that we switched it over to just we took off marion ohio and just ghost sisters that's good that's going to fit better on like when you're branding body wash and things like that you know you need a shorter name so um, go sisters, you know, <laughs> paraphernalia. So tell us about, tell us about your, your group and your team members and so forth. So, um, I have, uh, my biological sisters that do this with me. It's chastity and Bobby so, Joe. And, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so we started this, uh, 2000 and we actually started, uh, investigating before we even had the team i went to the reformatory prison like three times and uh so after that i was hooked i was like i knew this is what i was supposed to be doing i was just everything was lining up and i invited my sister um chastity i said look i said i'm starting up a team and you're gonna join me and she was like what she's like whatever and you know, and, and we've had other women on the team when we first started. We even had a couple guys on the team, but they were behind us. They were like our, uh, they like fixed any of our equipment that uh, would go bad or set up our cameras, you know. But then we ended up making it just an all-female team. So we've had other women along the journey. And then for the past two, three years, it's just been my sisters. And I just said, I'm going to leave it this way. Uh, I'd rather it just be my sisters. And it truly is a sister team, you know, so, but we started in 2017 in October and we have been going strong ever since. 
You know, it's funny, Debs, as they went, she went from the, you know, in going to the reformatory to where the prisoners are no longer alive. So she went to one where there's live prisoners to the one where there's spirit. Go ahead, Debs. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's funny because my sister keeps trying to get me to go on ghost tours, but I am terrified, I think, of ghosts at this point. When I was younger, I was <laughs> all studying them and I was super knowledgeable and I had the tools of the trade. But as an adult, I got scared when I had um, my last encounter because I could feel it so strongly. So what do you do to handle some of that? Like, do, like are you just totally cool when you're encountering spirit it hasn't always been that way for me it, it's uh it's um been scary my whole life dealing with the spirits and stuff especially when i was younger teenager um it, it just all these things happening around me i couldn't explain supernatural things but doing the investigations um i didn't always start off being brave doing isolations and stuff i would never do isolations i was like too scared because i I can sense when uh, some spirits are around me, I walk into a place, I just feel like I'm being swarmed. And especially when you're alone and I do get scared. I'm not going to lie, but I do it. And I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I start like questioning, like, okay. But then I start to try to calm myself down, even though I know there are spirits around me. I just say, okay, I'm going to get some good communication. They, they sense my fear. They're going to come over here more towards me. I just kind of have to talk myself into not being so scared because I, I have put myself in scary situations and I've done an investigation um, completely alone and spent the night in a haunted bed and breakfast. <laughs> Never thought I'd do anything like that. And I did. In the middle of nowhere in the country. <laughs> so, this wasn't like i could just run outside and say oh, you know freaking out no. run over to starbucks and <laughs> yes i was in the middle of nowhere in the country here in ohio so that was intense. like halloween like that kind of like the first halloween okay. listen and i even went outside to another location there was another building i had to go to to investigate two big i had the house the bed and breakfast and then they had a barn they turned into more rooms and so, uh, yeah, I was in the middle of nowhere live, though everybody was watching me. And it was, you know, intense moments like that. I, I was scared, I ain't gonna lie, but I did it. I just started talking to the spirits and talking to the live and just kind of ignored the fact that I'm alone, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. That's easy to do. <laughs> it is when you got a live. Yeah. You know, if I didn't have that live, I would have been like, well, I don't know. Oh, that helped that. Yeah. I'm sure even that it helps, company. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I'm a retired military guy and people like you, I kind of have this phrase uncommon valor is what I think of when people like you to, to do something like that. Um, would you finish this sentence for me? The draw for doing this is. Well, this is my passion. So, you know, the draw for doing this, for me is to get validation and to prove to people that there is, you know, there truly is things going on that sometimes we just can't explain. So, so it, it so I'm sorry. I had to interact with someone in the chat in the chat just because, um, just cause we got to do that stuff. Um, so it, 
it, the draw is just to prove it's really a proof thing. Like, it, well, it, and I, lo I love running? communicating with the spirits. I, I, okay. it's, this is my passion more than it is my sisters. They do it because, you know, um, when we were younger, we would go out and have fun and dance and all that good stuff. And now it's like, what do we do now? Our kids are grown. What are we going to do now? <laughs> and, and that's our sister time uh, going out there doing investigations, even though my sisters can't come all the time. But it's not their passion. It is. It's my passion. So I just love going out there, proving to myself that I can, you know, maybe conquer fears of mine of the unknown, you know, and get validation and help the spirits if I can. You know, I, I, I'm not someone that crosses over spirits. I am a medium, but, you know, I'm kind of wondering, you know, if that's something I'll ever end up doing. I don't know. Try to. I don't know if I, if I could, but I would love to help them. So being the ranking sister in the family, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And since you guys are bored too, you're going to do it with me. Sounds good. Great. Let's go. <laughs> I dragged them into this. And yeah. So this <laughs> is my brother. My brother. I've dragged him into this a few times and he's all about it. He'll go. He's I just love your family. I love the togetherness of your siblings. That, that I'm just falling in love with that. Right my mother's now. into it too, but she doesn't go. She. We investigate the house we grew up in and, you know, mom what? is there. Oh, yeah. The house is very old and active. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, you know, I'll never forget. I, I had a, a colleague, also a fellow Ohioan like you. And it was at uh, when I was working for the Air Force down in Florida. And this is the kind of guy who doesn't believe anything is not spiritual whatsoever is very you know everything's bs you know unless he can you know very skeptical mm -hmm. and he went to stay at his mom's house in cincinnati i guess that's where he grew up i'm not sure and he said that he woke up um and saw i think the dresser was floating no. in the air or something like that one of those kind of deals oh my god and and um this is not the kind of dude that would that would share that so i was pretty i was pretty shocked hi is that pant I'm seeing Pam. Yeah, hi Pam. Hey, sister uh, Pam. <laughs> Bienvenidos. Um, so uh, let me pass it over to Debs before I hog this all up. Go ahead, ma'am. Yeah, I want to get. You know, since you're talking about coming in with people, I want to get to a question Nathan had for you. Um, ah, was it was. <clears throat> let me try to get to the meat of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you feel like you get better results when you and your siblings um, have the group intention that is aligned on the same page? Or do you think that mind syncing um, has any kind of impact at all on your encounters? No discernible, right? Yeah. Mind seeking? Is that what he's so, saying? Yeah, I think, I think what he's saying is he's wanting to know if you guys go in with a group intention, does that have a discernible difference on your results? Or do you not find any discernible difference? I don't find any difference in it. Um, we're very, uh, how can I say, we're high energy sisters. We, we put off a lot of energy. We, we laugh. We have a good time when we're investigating. We even argue on investigations because we're <laughs> sisters, you know? So the energy starts to affect me and I got to walk away from my one sister or I get agitated with her and... 
So we've never had to like set the intentions. Um, we're gonna we're gonna see some ghosts. We just go in and and I kind of tell everybody this is what we're gonna do. Yeah, here we go. Set up the cameras. We're gonna go here, there, and we just go with the flow. So, but we get lots of good stuff. Um, I think the spirits enjoy the energy that we bring. You know, we we go in there with uh, respectful. You know, and they they seem to love it because we do get them talking to us so. yeah. <laughs> who wouldn't want to talk to you i mean come on and if your sisters are anything like you that's just times three well um, i got a sister my younger sister that's on the team she's skeptical she's our skeptic on the team but oh. the skeptic she's had experiences now with, with spirits she's heard them and she's seen them but then she questions what she's seeing so but here's the thing she's becoming more clairvoyant now and she's like what's going on i said she's like mandy i'm i'm literally hearing these spirits more and i'm starting to see them more i said no you're the skeptic on the team i said you can't be no <laughs> you know no this is the, i mean but but this is real i mean it's real yeah so she's this is not something skeptical, but yet she's really going through some stuff right now that she's questioning you know, being skeptical now. So it's like, oh, what are we going to do? Yeah, that reminds me of they have an app for testing psychic abilities for people who could potentially be remote viewers. And I, I wonder, yeah, and, and I wonder if your sister is getting affirmation when she's starting to sense something, like she's starting to get affirmation and that's telling her this is what I'm supposed to be tuning into. So that might be why it's getting worse could be yeah. and and she's going through something right now that has been affecting her here lately so that that could be you know the spirits are coming to her but she's also staying at my mother's home right now so and that mom, my mom's house is very active so <laughs> she's got the spirits just they're they just won't leave her alone she says so i so and we get pam we're gonna get to your question next because she's got a question in the chat and i have it starred um, when, when you interact with, with, uh, skeptics, Mandy, their skepticism is what the skepticism is. I don't believe what, what don't they believe? Um, well, you know, Bobby Joe kind of looks at it from a whole different point of view. Um, we do try to debunk things. So just because I'll hear spirits, she might not hear what, what, what I'm hearing. So she's going to question it. Now, sometimes, you know, I, I will hear them more, but there's other things that will happen too. Uh, you know, I, I'll feel the energy and she's she can be kind of questioning that because she doesn't feel the energy. She doesn't know how, right. how it feels. She doesn't know. So she gets a little skeptical there. You know, it's not that she doesn't believe me. It's just she doesn't understand it because unless it truly affects her to where she's like, okay, I feel lightheaded or, or I'm, I'm off balance here. And I'll say, ha, huh, that's the energy. You know, you're, you're sensing that energy. So unless something like that happens for her, she's going to be kind of skeptical, which is fine, you know, but anytime we hear a noise, you know, she's skeptical or, you know, oh, it's probably this, it's probably that, or, you know, but, but it's good to have that. You don't want to think everything's paranormal. So, right. I, I meant that though, what I was referring to really, I should reframe it is when you're interacting with people in the public, like let's say 
you're out and there are other moms or, or you know, contemporaries of yours in some way. And you tell them, hey, I'm, a, you know, or they ask you that you're a paranormal investigator. And do you do you interact with people that are skeptical in that realm, you know, outside yeah. of your own family that are like, hey, I mean, why are yeah. you doing that? It's really silly or something, you know? Um, I've not had someone put it to me that way that I can remember, but there has been some skeptical men before around me that knew that I was a paranormal investigator, but they seem to be really intrigued when I tell them some of my experiences, you know? So I, I handle it good and I tell them, okay, that's, that's your opinion. And you're more than welcome to come along with me on an investigation yeah. and stay <laughs> in this basement. <laughs> We'll put you in isolation and we'll see how you do in the dark, you know? Uh, I love it. I love it. All right, here's Pam. Do you see a difference in results when your brother is with you or is it more intense when it is just females? You know, it, it depends on the location. Uh, my brother is a nice looking man and he's he takes good care of himself. He's a fitness person. So he's always had the ladies drawn to him here. So in the spirit world, when we take him, the spirits, the female spirits are really attracted to him and they let it be really? known. Oh yes. Yes. He'll wow. draw up the female spirits. It's just like, like, woo, let's go over here. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. So if I joined you, I could have potentially a spirit date if I looked really good that night. Cause well, I, you know, you just, you never okay. know, you might have an attachment follow you. So I don't okay. know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe you could pre-screen, you know, some of these spirits and just make sure there's a some compatibility. We so. we actually, uh, my brother went with us to, uh, I think it was in either West Virginia or Virginia. It was a old Civil War museum, and uh, it was be it's a beautiful museum there, and you know, it's very active. And outside, there's like a smoke shack that has rooms in it, and uh, my brother. That was his second um, big investigation he did with us. And when we had uh, the SLS camera out and he was sitting on the stairs and there was like, it looked like a female was just all over him. <laughs> wow. She like was like dancing all over him. And we, they said they thought that it could have used to be a brothel at one time, but they I was going to be right <laughs> And yeah, we were like, oh my gosh, this, this, this woman was like, she was coming through the um, spirit box talking and she's popping up on our uh, SLS camera. And it was just great. It, I mean, everybody loved it. Oh my God. That is so awesome. I mean, that story will live for it. Look, even spirit, he could tell his friends, you know, when they're out, you know, watching football, even spirits dig me, man. So like, you don't have as much game as these. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Let me, let I just pass. keep thinking, how do you even shower or something like that away? Like, oh, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> no, seriously, no. But we actually isolated him at the museum by himself, and we he was like up on the third or fourth floor, up in the I think it was uh the area where they would the hospital area up there. And he never has been done an isolation before, you know, it's always been with us. And we're like, okay, we're going to leave you up here with the live feed. We're going to set some equipment up with you. And we just going to leave you alone. And you just talk to the people and talk to the spirits. And we left him up there and we're watching him downstairs and he's having a full blown conversation with this guy up there. And they're talking, I mean, one-on-one, -on -one, like he's communicating intelligent spirit. 
And it was so funny. And we were shocked. My brother who never, we've been doing this for almost seven years. My brother's never done this with us before. And, and you, until now, you know, but he was truly having a conversation and he, he we were laughing and, and uh, when we went up there to get him and he's like, yeah, me and this guy, we're just, we're just, you know, we're chilling. We're just having a conversation man to man. <laughs> and was he like, was he visible or was it, or was he just talking to the energy? The energy was that there was vocals, but not the physical form, not the physical form. He, he was just getting communication coming through the spirit box. Yeah. And it was oh, very intelligent, cool. yes, very yeah. intelligent responses. So it, it was like two, like us talking. It was insane. I'm, yeah, I, I'm really sorry that I don't, I'm, and I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off there. We have a, a fan from the UK. He's part of our cab fam named Mick, uh, Mick Ashworth, and he has um, he uses a spirit box. I've heard him have great conversation. He sends the he sends the videos. In fact, I need to respond because he sent me a bunch of videos, but. I saw in, when he had a camera like sitting on the coffee table and I could it, you could see there was an entity sitting next to him on the sofa. Like you you could see you couldn't see like a, a, a person, but you could see some distortion. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I've never seen one before, but it, it looks like there's something sitting next to him and the spirit box. He's having like like you said, similar to what you just described with your brother. Uh, conversations and it's it's so cool and so wild um you have a fan here um so this individual says only been watching about a week but love the content when i can watch due to the time difference like the not too serious approach and how you have to laugh to to yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, yes uh that's how we do cab and it sounds like that's how uh uh mandy does investigations so <laughs> You got to bring that, that energy. If you walk into a, a, a an investigation in a bad mood, you, you know, them you might come across some negative spirits that's going to feed off of that, you know? And yes. Yes. We got more questions we're going to talk about. We're going to ask you some stuff about Bigfoot, but I got to let Debs get in there. Go ahead, my friend. Yeah, so I was going to get into a serious question. Um, and you talked about, <laughs> like, some spirit attachment and um you talked about like seeing spirit in different ways so i guess my question is how do you i like how do you label these different spirits like are they all like friendly spirits or some of them potentially demonic or you know what what are the types that you're dealing with Ooh, i've uh, you know i've had attachments a lot i get attachments a lot and the best way we have friendly attachments the friendly spirits you have the the negative ones you can have um demonic things happen but the odd you know i this is just my opinion being out there there is demonic things out there i'm sure but i've never now I've been to locations where the rat i will not lie and i've had things manifest on me and I've had things follow me and growl at me, but as far as that goes, it never hurt me or anything, you know, probably because I got really mad and I, and I had to do a complete sage on my house and, and, and just do a bunch of stuff, but there's just a difference. You'll know um, if 
you'll have growls, um, knocks. I've had the knocks with the growls. Um, to me, that's something a little more that I, that I don't deal with, but I know it's out there when I'm investigating, you know, but I, I don't go looking for those things, but they're probably some of those types there where I go, but I try not to communicate with them. I try to just stick to the, the typical spirit, but if you have any attachments to me, you're going to, you're going to know because they'll drain you. Um, you you'll notice maybe your attitude will change. You might even become clumsy. You just won't feel like yourself. You'll know, you will definitely know something's going on. Your mood swings could really, it can affect your mood swings too. In terms of those, uh, those spirits that are growling and so forth, I've heard if you take a can of Lysol and spray it at them, particularly the linen scent, that can drive them away. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm I got to tell you something funny. <laughs> you just said that and it makes me wonder. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know if you've seen. I, I just did a uh, an investigation in a, in a cemetery in the middle of nowhere in the country, a big cemetery. And mm -hmm. I was out there alone, pitch black, investigating. But I also investigated Saturday at a private, it was a residential case, but it was private. We couldn't go live and it was during the day. So we got all kinds of stuff. And I had all these spirits calling out my name through my spirit box. And the one guy came Saturday. Now, mind you, I did the investigation at the cemetery Sunday. So the residential case was Saturday. The guy uh, that came through was named Mark. He said his name was Mark. And he kept saying, he'd say, Mark. And he says, come to me because I'd say, what's your name? And he told me his name and he would say, come to me. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't know how, what you mean when you're saying come to me. If you're talking about me, go to that side now, it's not happening. You know, I right. just kind of laughed about it. But then Sunday during my investigation, the same man, and he followed me, came through my device and he said his name again was Mark. He said, come to me. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I know he's followed me here to my house. So I've been going through my house spraying Lysol. <laughs> yes. See, we're on I, the same wavelength. I, I, I just, you know, I spray to kill any germs and stuff. There's been a lot of the sickness going around. I got on the live feed today on Ghost Sisters. I did an update to tell everybody what, what we have coming up. Literally, when I shut down the live feed and my husband was at work, so I'm the only one that was here. I heard a man coughing. <laughs> I swear, I heard a man coughing and it scared me. It, it freaked me out because I was like, what? You know, it's not like I don't never hear spirits or anything, but it just right. threw me off. It's and, at your house, at your house too. Yeah, because you know? I, I literally just got done spraying before I went live, and and you said that that just kind of reminded me: is that spirit coughing because I'm spraying my house? You know, we may have to try Glade. I mean, if you know, we just got to find something that's a little more offensive to the spirit. So, might but have I, to cycle it really freaked me out. I was calling up my mom, my sister. My sister wouldn't answer. And I said, "You need to answer the phone now." I'm scared. I'm like, answer your phone. <laughs> <laughs> She's she's like, wait a minute, I'm on a phone call. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I call my like, mom and I'm like walking through my house looking because it was so it, it was so real, like you and I coughing. I thought yeah, right. somebody get in my house or my door's locked, but I, you just don't know. You just don't know. I'm in the country, so you know. Are you close to Salt Fork State Park? No. In Ohio? No? Okay. 
Now I'm close to, I'm literally right in between Kenton, Ohio and Marion, Ohio. Okay. Right I'm going to find out. Surrounded by woods and cornfields. Love it. Awesome. Very spooky, right? Yeah. Oh, it, especially, yeah especially this time of year. Because <laughs> without the leaves on the trees, it doesn't look quite so inviting as it does in the summer. <laughs> so, yeah, Salt Fork, man. I'm I'm going to the in May. I'm planning on going to the Bigfoot conference there. I think it's May fourth. Um. So. Well, did you yeah. see the, the weird prints that I I ended up? No. Treating? I made a reel out of it. So. This really threw me off. I was not expecting during my live, and it was during the day before it got dark. I'm just walking across on live, and I see these weird big footprints right next to this tombstone. And I'm like, I'm like, what? I said, what the? What is this? I'm like, look at these footprints, and you can see toes and everything. Yeah, it was huge, and I was like, instantly like okay there's a river that's right here there's woods and i just started thinking like we don't have bears here i'm northwest there's never been no bears around here man and that that would be northeast or that would be more towards hawking hills i'm north i'm like right in the you know we've never had bear encounters and there's hunters out here all the time they it, and even them. even still it really is a different foot I mean, it's a different when you get to know the the construction of the Bigfoot foot. Well, I looked um, at footprints on yeah. bears, and I said, "Nope, not that one. Nope, 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 yeah. no matching." <laughs> so, that is weird. so freaky. But I've heard them. Uh, I, it's not the first time I've heard of them hanging around cemeteries. And I was going to ask you if you have any hypothesis on why they might, what they might be interested with that energy there. Well, the water. There's a river right there. Oh, so you think they just moseyed on through like nobody's business? Not. And okay. it just turns out that that cemetery, to me, the way, and I'm going to tell you that there's like a, a river right there, and there's woods, and there's corn, big old open fields, nothing there. And it looked like something literally crossed over because uh, there's like a drive, you know, to go up there. And it looked like it came up from the river bend and just walked across. <laughs> whatever it was i don't know it could have like been watching you as you were doing <laughs> well i gotta tell you you want to know something about bigfoot i've got a couple things i could tell you that i've experienced Let, let's go my friend so prior to this happening with the the footprints uh two years ago out here it was in the summertime we were watching um scary movies at night you know and uh we started hearing these weird noises my husband's like Mandy, pause that. And I'm like, okay. So I pause it. Next thing you know, we're hearing it sound like something whining, like something was hurt. And I was like, oh my gosh. I instantly got like sad because I think of an animal hurting, you know. And my husband op opens up the door and he's like, what is that? And it just had all these coyotes are going nuts. And we hear this like, sounded like something was hurt. And we got cameras, you know, and my husband plays it back. And he's like, that's weird. So three hours later, my neighbor way down the road like a, like a half a mile down the road he always has fires at night you know and and he's like something spooked him 
to the point where he was recording. He recorded this weird noise. And I wake up in the morning and he, he sends uh, us a message on uh, Facebook. And he's like, hey, he's like, you guys need to listen to this. I was out having a fire last night and I was so scared. I had a shotgun with me. He says, I never have to have a shotgun with me. He goes, I had a shotgun out there. He says, listen to this. And I played it back and you hear the coyotes, you hear this thing squealing. And then all of a sudden this other voice, it lets out a loud roar and everything went quiet. And then oh, yeah. it did yeah. it twice. And I was like, oh my God, what is that? It, it's just weird. It was all in the same time frame. We were hearing this weird noise. He captures this strange voice. And it's on Ghost Sisters. You can watch it on our reel. Um, it, it's I will. Typical house. I will. I send it over to my friend who does, uh, he does from the, the, from the shadows podcast, Shane mm -hmm. Grove. So mm -hmm. I send it over to Shane Grove and he said, Mandy, that is the typical howling, um, Bigfoot howling in Ohio. Yeah. The most famous clip of, of the Bigfoot howl is the Ohio howl, which <sighs> was recorded by Matt Moneymaker in 1990 something. Matt Moneymaker, the, one of the, uh, empresario of finding Bigfoot is from California, but he went to law school in Northeast Ohio. Um, oh, wow. I, in, um, what's town that the town that LeBron James is from, what's the name of in Ohio, the town LeBron that? is from, um, I can't, is it Cleveland, Cincinnati? No, no, no. It's another city that LeBron is from. And, and, um, the name is escaping me now, um, where he was born. Well, that's where Matt Moneymaker went to law school and he recorded that Ohio howl. And it is, um, it's very famous. If you haven't heard it, it's, it's, it's pretty freaky. You hear dogs in the back, you know, that are barking at people's you, houses and so forth. And it's, it sounds like yes, a, an air, uh, air raid siren kind of. You have to hear this, the sound. I could actually even share it with you on Facebook right now and you could play it if you want Creepy. It's yeah. unreal. And, and I, I'm like, what, what, why this thing's like right out back. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? You know, and when I come home in the, in the summertime from an investigation, two, three in the morning, there's no one out here with me. I'm, I'm in complete, I'm listen, I'm game. I'm fair game. And one night I pull up in the summertime and it was like three o'clock in the morning. My husband's asleep. And I got to carry my equipment in, you know, and as soon as I got out of the car, I heard a weird noise coming from my, from the field. And I'm like, it, it scared me so bad. I felt like something was like watching me, rushing up on me. I, I woke up my husband. I said, you get out here. And he's searching all over looking because <laughs> I truly believed and felt like something was there. I, heard I, 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 I cannot wait. And I'm sure it was, I mean, you're really in in great, great Bigfoot country. And by the way, Julie's telling us that Akron is where uh, LeBron James is from. And that's where, Akron, uh, yeah, that's yeah. by Cleveland. Yeah. Yep. And where I didn't know it was that close. Okay. I mean, I did live in Ohio for about two, three years. I can't remember, but, uh, but obviously I'm not nearly as familiar as you. Um, there's one, I don't know why I want to tell you this story, Mandy, but I do. Um, it's, um, this guy was a law enforcement officer in, um, in um washington oh i got i got it so i'll i will attempt to bring that up share screen and play it so law a law enforcement officer in washington state 
uh, I believe Native American born. His name is Rich Grimau. And um, he had a Bigfoot sighting and just went wild putting cameras out in the whole nine yards. He's profiled in, in, a, in a Bigfoot documentary that's on um, Amazon Prime. And um, basically, uh, the, the last situation he had, he was going to check his trail cams. And one popped up a good distance away. It might have been like 50 yards away in the direction of his vehicle. And he froze. He was scared. And the, the, the road was 75 yards behind him. And he sprinted to the road because that was the only place he, he felt safe. He didn't want to go past the creature to get to his car, even though the creature had walked off. But it just made eye contact and really scared him. Oh, my so God. what ended up happening is Rich then for the next two weeks during, was waking up in the middle of the night having this feeling, stop looking for us. Stop looking for us. Stop looking for us. So one night he gets off shift. He drives home to his suburban neighborhood. He opens the door of his vehicle. The wood line was about 30 feet away, 20 to 30 feet away from his car. And as soon as he opened his door, he heard a Bigfoot scream. And he took that to mean, now we know where you live. Listen, yeah. That's, I don't know why I had to tell you, I just had to tell you that story, but I'm glad you did because you reminded me I was on a podcast last Tuesday, I think it was last Tuesday or Thursday. And I, we were talking about paranormal and Bigfoot and I was telling them the story and the guy told me, he goes, how, cause I had another experience prior to hearing this thing. Cause my husband oh. was with me. I know. Right. <laughs> so on my anniversary, I had booked, uh, I knew what I was doing when I did this. Cause I'm like, you know, I tell my husband, it's like, we're going to go over here to Athens, Ohio, and we're going to get a cute cottage for our anniversary. And he's like, Oh, okay. And little did he know I was booking it over there because I wanted to hit all the haunted locations. <laughs> and that's what we did. <laughs> so here, here we are. It's our anniversaries in October, fall, so it was perfect, you know. So we're going to the the moon uh, moon tunnel. We're we're going to we're hiking and stuff. So we kept smelling this skunk. We were on this hiking trail, and it was about five o'clock. You know, it wasn't dark yet, and and we were the only ones. So we fought out there hiking, <laughs> and <laughs> this happened in the dark. Yeah, this had paranormal because uh, there was a, the pilot. I think it was called the pilot something out there. It's like a huge um, stone burner back in the day. It used to be a village mm -hmm. right there, but it was just all you could see was um, where it was an actual old stone burner. And so it was said to be haunted. So we were checking that out and they had trails to hike. So I'm like, yeah, let's go over here. Let's hike. You know? <laughs> We know. <laughs> it's like, honey, I thought we we're going to be at the cabin, have a nice, you know, have a beer, a bottle of wine. And here we are hiking, looking for spirits. And we, we did smell. I kept smelling this God awful smell. I'm like, what is that? It smelled like, and I started thinking Bigfoot because there has been Bigfoot sightings over in Athens, big time, lots of oh, Bigfoot yeah. sightings. So I knew what I was doing. I knew I was going to come across something. And 
So we're hiking and my husband likes to play jokes when I take him investigating. He, he tries to scare me and he was doing that. So we're going up the trail and he's behind me. And now it's in the fall. So the leaves have all fallen, you know, and I look back and I'm like, see my husband looking like this, like he's froze. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, don't you, I knew he's, I thought I've seen something. And I'm like, quit playing. I'm like, no, you're playing. So I start walking again and I realize he's at a distance. And I'm like, look back, like, what are you doing? And he's froze. He said, Mandy, I'm not kidding. I thought I, I, I thought I seen something. It looked like it was camouflaged with the, the leaves. And I'm like, he's trying to scare me, you know? So he finally starts walking and we come up to this path. There was like a little bridge and it almost looked like a, like a cave area. You know, those rocks that can, uh, almost looks like a cave, but it's not. It, it's okay. Just, There's really a little crevice. Rock. Yeah. Uh -huh. and it looks like a shelter underneath there. So there was uh -huh. a little bridge with water running underneath of it. So we're like, wow, let's go over there and look. So we cross this bridge and we go over there and we're looking, thinking, is there any animals over here? Bones and stuff. You know, we're looking, taking pictures. <laughs> so, well, then it's starting to get a little bit darker, but not dark enough to where it's like, okay, we better get out of here, you know? So my husband's like, well, Mandy, do you, we're sitting there kind of arguing back and forth on what we wanted to do, whether we want to turn around and leave or do we want to keep going? And as we're sitting there arguing about whether what we're going to do, all of a sudden, look, out of nowhere, this, it looked like a huge black rock or something it was huge. And you, all I remember seeing is it hit this tree and it shatters and it bounces across the trail and lands in water. And oh my gosh, my husband and me, we, we froze in fear. My husband's like, Mandy, he's like, let's get the F out of here now. And the man left me. Okay. What? This is a law enforcement man. This is a big yeah. guy. He's not a little guy. And this guy left me. He it scared the crap out of him. And he took off so fast. He, he couldn't stop. I'm going to, so I'm going to, I'm trying to keep up with this man. <laughs> Seriously. It this was, is not uncommon. You know, you know this, right? From oh, the, I know. And my husband, they make people there. I have heard alpha male upon alpha male that I've heard them say I peed on myself. I've heard them say I defecated on my, I've all of these things. And the only reason they're going to tell you that is because they know you would have too. Not you. Not you, yeah, Mandy, yeah. but like me, I was. But it's funny, you know, because my husband's a skeptical man, and he's heard spirits, seen spirits, and he's still skeptical. And then he's still questioning what that was. He goes, "Well, it is weird because of the time frame. We were arguing about what we were going to do, and it was like, I'm going to solve this for you real quick, you know, like you're not going, yeah, no more, you're done, because it literally happened that fast." And, but my husband couldn't stop himself. We were going uphill and he, he had to go downhill to get out of there. So he, was, he went fast. Well, we went back out there. We took our team and my team ended up finding a, a big footprint down by the river. And we actually took a picture of it and put it on Ghost Sisters. I love this. I think Jules, is that, did you put Mandy's in the chat or is that, if that's it? then I'm going to see if I can click on that and, and bring it up. Um, but someone told me because I had that experience, uh, the people I did the podcast with last week said, and then we heard the howling here. He said, it's following you. 
you, because of what happened in Athens, he thinks it followed me here. And I never looked at it like that. I was kind of freaked out when he said that. Kind of makes uh, sense. That, that it may have followed you, uh, what, to the cemetery, you mean? No. It followed me here to around my location. Oh, to where you live now. Yes. To your home. That's what he Ooh. said. I said, but there was such a gap in between the time frame. He said, I don't think that matters. <laughs> I, said, I mean, I, it, 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 I've heard many. I mean, there's so many. And I got to let Deb get in here because I can't hog all the Mandy. Sorry, I, can't just, I can't just like hog Mandy up. But there, uh, we have heard uh, there are Bigfoots that have, let's say, taken a liking to human females. Uh, they would wait for the husband to go to work. They'd look over the fence. Um, installing camera. What you've done is actually the best um, defense against habituation situations with Bigfoot uh, is the, the cameras. They know what the cameras are. They can see IR. Apparent, we believe, or at least we hypothesize, they can see IR. And having 360-degree coverage around your house, they will stay away. Because they don't want to be filmed and photographed, which is why all these thousands and thousands of thousands of people with trail cams can't get good footage of one, even when they put food around to try to see, oh, let me, if I put the food here, I'll get it. And then they don't get it. They don't get that shot. But Deb, let me let you go because we're, we're almost out of time here, which is because we're, we're fast, we're fast approaching the time when I asked Mandy to come back for part two, but go, go ahead, Debs. Yeah, I guess I, I'm curious about um, the communications that you have heard. Like, what do you think the overall messaging has been from um, the entities that you've encountered? Uh, I think because I've heard different communications with spirit. I've heard help. Um, I've had intelligent responses, like just communication, like I'm talking to you guys, you know, just one-on-one -on -one conversations. Um, I just think they're here. Some of them's here. Um, don't really know why they're not moving on yet. Um, I just think they, they want to be heard and they, you know, a lot of people don't believe in it. So in, you, I feel sorry for people that don't believe in it because when you're a spirit, you're going to be trying to get someone to listen to you. If you're still here and you're not moved on, you know, you're going to want someone to hear you. You want to be that voice. And, and so I just, I think that they just want to be heard, you know, and, and to let us know, Hey, it's all right. We're okay over here. You know, because I had a spirit tell me, I asked him what it was like in the spirit world. And the spirit told me it was fun. Oh, well, that's good. Great we got something to look forward to, Debs. Great communication. And he was laughing. He was laughing. He said he was, yeah. Uh, when somebody hires you, Mandy, they hope to achieve what? And in, in, in not in, uh, that everyone's case is going to be the same, but most often you hear what? Uh, Well, first of all, when we do residential cases, we won't, mm -hmm. uh, I will only do serious ones. Uh, get a lot of people messaging, wanting to, just come, we got this going on, footsteps, we're hearing this. Typical spirit, nothing that that's going to cause me to go and investigate. So they have to own their location. They're, they have to have proof of what's going on. They seriously have to be, you know, fear of their life, you know, for me to go over there and, and do a residential case because it can make it worse for them. 
but there's been cases we have went because they've showed me things and they were truly were fear fearful and we did get some you know validation they you know but my thing is everyone wants to jump to being demonic when we're dealing with these residentials no a lot of times it's an angry spirit how you are in life i believe is how you are in spirit you're going to be an angry person you're going to be one angry spirit if you're still here and they're going to throw things at you you know they get your attention they do things it doesn't necessarily mean it's something demonic or anything are you much happier doing this than you were as a corrections officer from that i i am but i do miss law enforcement but my husband's the captain you know i get to hear all the stories when he comes home so i i do miss it but i do know when i was dealing with the men and women i had a lot of their 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 loved ones would follow me and they would always come through when i was around them and i would have spirits follow me from the jail um onto locations i've actually captured evps of uh, a man saying my last name yeah wow and uh, a female said my last name at the courthouse we we get to investigate our hometown common police courthouse and and i've captured evps of uh, the inmates that have you know passed away saying my last name so it, wow. yeah it, it was a lot to deal with in that but they, they would come through radios when I'm at work. You know, we, we would be allowed to listen to radios in our um, in the cubicle area when we're watching cameras. I would be alone and these spirits would come through the radio. That is stuff. <laughs> that is that is so wild that, you know, to to have them come through a radio and you just it, it must be interesting that you you have this connection. You're never sort of alone, right? You're never mm -hmm. alone. I talk to them all the time. So I talk to spirits all the time. So they're probably like, <laughs> you know, and when I don't want them talking to me, it's like, they just, they do what they want, just like we do, you know? I, absolutely. I mean, they're, you know, they, they're probably looking for a connection still, you know, they, they want to feel valued and, and be able to connect with someone that they think can speak on their wavelength and quite obviously you are one of those people along with all your colleagues across the country who who do this and i have such admiration uh debs would you like to read this one ma'am from pam harris mandy do you believe that your mindset going into an investigation has a lot to do with whether or not something demonic actually manifests during the investigation this is kind of similar to Nathan's question, but yeah, go ahead. If someone is looking for that intention, like they want to come across something demonic, they, they might, they might just get what they're wanting. They might manifest that, you know, and, and if, if that thing would to pick up on that person wanting to see that they might, it could happen. I've heard of this happening. So um, personally, it hasn't happened with me because I don't go looking for that. <laughs> You know, but it could happen. So uh, apparently you were, you guys uh, investigated with the Ghost Brothers on Discovery Channel. So tell tell us about that. Yes. Um, you know, when we first started, before I started the team, Chastity and I went to the Mansfield Reformatory. I was working in law enforcement and I had my sergeant's uh, GoPro on. I had ordered me some equipment, didn't know what the hell I was doing, but, you know, I was going to try. And Chastity and I, before the investigation began, before they turned off the lights, uh, we snuck out, uh, we snuck downstairs to the solitary 
And we were the only ones down there. And uh, I kept hearing this guy coming through communicating. And I was telling him I worked in law enforcement, you know. And here we captured walking at the end of the hallway, the guard. Pretty sure he's the guard that's been seen all around the reformatory, Frank. And wow. he had the guard walk. I know the guard walk because I was a guard. Yeah. He had the walk. <laughs> he's looking at me with his arms, you know, and he's swinging them arms like, what are you doing? <laughs> And we captured that at the end of the hallway and we captured a shadow figure standing in, in the hallway too. So there was two, but yes, um, little did I know at that time that was going to land me on um, ghost brothers and something told me at that time to don't lose that video. You know, I had a spirit was like, don't lose that. And, and it all came together. And next thing I know, I'm being asked to uh, be on the show and you can find that episode on Ghost Brothers Lights Out Season 2, Episode 1, The Shank. And it is featured on the Travel Channel, and it is on Discovery+. Plus. I love it, man. That... And so I, I asked you kind of those easy questions because I have, like, several more questions. <laughs> and I want to hear more stories. But I think, uh, as we like to say on CAB, uh, this opens this up for a round two that we would like to do with you. And, you know, because I know how the banter between you and your sisters has got to be so awesome, it would be great. I mean, I could have just you here and we'll have, but I want to hear what you guys say to one another. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. Right, Deb? <laughs> they, my yes. sisters, it's hard to get them on podcasting because they're not really into the podcasting thing. And I mean, my sister Chastity's done more podcasting. Bobby Joe, she works 12 hour shifts. So it's harder to get her because it, it's like every other weekend she's pulling threes, twos, mm -hmm. you just with her schedule. And she's not used to being in front of the camera. So she kind yeah, of gets a little. Tell her it's fun. It's This is more fun than your average podcast, right? There's more, you know, laughing and fun. It's not, you know, it's not meant. We're taking it seriously, but we're having fun with it. Like I perceive that you're doing with your investigation. Mm -hmm. So, yes. yeah. So we'll invite him and we will try to do Like if we need to do a weekend or something, you know, we'll do that. Uh, if that, you know, yeah, we could do like a, you know, a Saturday night or something, you know, or whatever, if that'll work for you guys. But I just think it would be fun to hear what you guys say to one another because they're going to remember stuff that you said and did. They're going to, you're going to remember stuff they said and did. And I, I want to hear, I mean, I know you have a lot more to tell, um, but beyond that, um, so I'm going to go to your channel so I could watch that. Cause I, I, I brought it up on Facebook, but I don't, since I'm on Chrome, I don't know if I could copy it over. Let me, let me see if I can, if I can do that. Um, you can play that, that voice. It's. Let me see if I can. You. Yeah. I'm going to try to bring this up on Chrome. Let's see if I can do it. Um, because I'm signed into Facebook, but it's on Safari. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. All right, let me try this. Let's try to share and present. Share screen. Yes, cool. Um, this one. Yes. Uh, you know, um, someone had told me too that when bigfoot sightings are around there's like a green light something yeah. about a light and uh yeah i've heard a lot of i actually had a discussion with if you've heard of doug Hightech produced monster quest 
and um we're we're friendly with him i had him on um i spoke with him last night in fact and he um let me see if this will play well, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen a weird light in front of me at that cemetery in the dark. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I was just like, what? I, I seen it really oh. quick. By the way, I have a theory about why they might like cemeteries. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. They, you might not like this, but they might be there to eat the flowers. <laughs> oh, I never thought of that. Dang. You, you know, you're right. It's it's possible because, yeah, they eat they eat flowers. Let me see. If I, do you guys have me back now? Or are we all back on screen? Yeah. Yeah. See. You. Okay. I don't. I don't. I I think I can hear it in the background, but um. But I'll listen to it again when we're off air. I don't know what the hell. I'm. This is why we have Nathan to do this stuff, so I can just talk like a meathead. But what when I was going to tell you is, is I'd be able to hear it. If I play, sure, it. yeah, yeah, go ahead. You guys want me to play it real quick? Yeah, you can share as well. You can present just like we can. Yeah. So I'll just play it from my phone, and is that oh, good? Sure. Yeah, it's, it's loud. So here we go, guys. Yeah, you got it, my friend. You got it. What is that? Yeah, that, I mean, that, it sounds it sounds like Bigfoot again. I'll try to go and where I can play your audio, have these in, and then really hear it. But it it certainly sounds like that. It there's a lot of lung capacity that goes in, and there's a lack of a lot of animals in the forest that have a set of lungs the size that, particularly in Ohio. Uh, Bigfoot would have as compared to perhaps like a Florida skunk ape, which would be a smaller creature in comparison to anything that is resides in the north. Man? Is that what they're called here in Ohio? I think? The grass man is what, yeah, that's exactly. That was, that's the term that's used a lot as grass man. Yeah. I but tried it, to debunk what that was. I listened to donkey calls and all this weird stuff, <laughs> just trying to, you know, figure out what animal this was. And I, I couldn't, couldn't tell you what that was it didn't sound like anything that's around here yeah i i would have to listen a little closer but the thing with the orbs what i was going to tell you is and like i said i had a um i i was speaking with doug high last night and i wanted to run my bigfoot hypotheses in front of him and see what he thought of him because he's been in the topic he's made movies uh he's uh he's uh basically published books from bigfoot authors and and essentially we have what in you you would in law enforcement we have proof in the patterson gimlin film all the footprints we have proof that's beyond a reasonable doubt um even by the standard in a civil trial of the preponderance of the evidence would suggest we really have if you take you know dr jeff meldrum from idaho state and you have his dissertation on the patterson gimlin film combined with the footprints that were cast uh, from that location, we have, along with the 300 other footcasts that he has in his laboratory at Idaho State, the audio recordings, the sightings are evidence. They're not proof, but they're evidence, right? And then, so I think we have proof that 
in a criminal proceeding, you could get a, a conviction based on this. However, when you start talking about orbs, they are very often seen in the woods. Do we know that that is associated like uh, uh, our friend Matt Pruitt from Georgia, a researcher, would say, well, how do you know it's not associated with deer? There's deer in the woods and there's also orbs. So we, 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 can't, we think that there could be a connection, but we don't have the preponderance of the evidence doesn't suggest that it's definitely related to the Bigfoot, but it's possible. Mm. I, my mind is open to that possibility other people's minds in the community are not if you are talking anything other than flesh blood four corners don't want to hear it blah 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 i can't hear you but the mm -hmm. fact of the matter is we don't know all the the uh abilities that that some of these creatures may have some of them may have abilities like you have you know to to be able to communicate you know in this sort of telepathic way or like a remote viewer has and other them may just not have cultivated that ability. Um, is there evidence? Can I prove that? We can't prove that, but there's enough experiencers that there is sort of an evidence chain there that suggests that uh, that that's the case. Is it? Can again? Is it definite? No, it's not. Uh, whereas you've been to enough. There's enough people who have experienced haunted houses that you know what? It's a pretty good bet that. Uh, this is a definitely a real thing. There are teams in 50 states that are they're investigating these things uh, and they're not investigating them because they don't exist. Just like people are in in 49 states aren't investigating Sasquatch because it doesn't exist because it does exist. <laughs> so just like these entities exist in these homes and you guys are all experiencing them. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry for my five minute dissertation. You're the guest. <laughs> um mandy so uh, tell everybody where they can find all your stuff we will have anything that you send me that nathan doesn't already have in the show notes that you want to go out will go out with our show notes so please tell everybody about where they can find you so you can find our live investigations over here on facebook youtube the new twitter x um instagram and um tiktok and also, if you're interested in um, an intuitive medium reading, you can find me on TikTok, Intuitive Medium Mandy, on TikTok and on Facebook. Also, we have some uh, new a new live coming up this Saturday. We'll be at a new location in our hometown. So you want to tune in for that. That's going to be an interesting uh, investigation that I can't wait. Also, I I'm going to be there. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a documentary coming out that I um, filmed with uh, Shane Pittman and Sean Austin. That's going to be coming out on Scared, uh, Scared.network TV. Uh, it's coming out in April, and you guys will be able to go over there and watch that as soon as it comes out. So they'll be, we'll be sharing that here soon. So, yeah. Congratulations on getting, getting a lot of fun That is awesome. And will you come back and, and see us again? with sisters or without sisters yeah i'll come either with or without them definitely we we would love to have you because we know that there's a lot more uh stories that you have to tell that we haven't heard and as fun as i mean you were just so much fun deb's let me let's go with your cabbie goodbye and then we'll get to mine <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much, Mandy, for coming out. And I hope that, um, you know, some of the people who have had these experiences feel a little bit more comfortable knowing that someone from law enforcement is going out there and taking care of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. And I also wear a law enforcement um, uh, jacket, too, when I'm out there sometimes. So, yeah, I'm probably probably setting myself up for the spirits to come after me, especially at the prisons and jails, but I love, you, it. You, I love it. You don't look scared at all. <laughs> We're talking Ohio tough right here. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, Mick. Yeah. Mick. Uh, so Mick is finally here. This is him right here. Mick. We have a, a fellow sister here who also <laughs> uses the spirit box and communicates just like you can communicate with Fuggy on a nearly daily basis uh mm -hmm. he is mick ashworth or at Nicholas on twitter x um and yeah mick we'd love to have you on next time so you can you can uh uh talk ghosts uh with with mandy um so thank you so much i'm sorry mm -hmm. it uh took so long uh for this to come to fruition but boy was it worth the wait and you are so much fun to talk to mandy so much fun I got a lot so, more stories, so you just let me know. <laughs> oh, we this is this is this is a guarantee. Like I said, I mean, I don't care if I have to do it on a Saturday night, you know, which is like my off time. I will do it to to get you on. So, um, so we'll definitely do that. So, um, thank you so much mm -hmm. for joining us. Okay. Um. Mm -hmm. Oh, now I got to get to the part where I I I have the show closing stuff. So. So Deb, uh, and Deb, I'm sorry I talked so much. This is so much fun. <laughs> I know you're excited. It's okay. <laughs> it was, man. It was so much fun. So on behalf of our guest, uh, Mandy Cummings, the ghost sister, go check her out on all the media. Everything will be in the show notes that we have and anything she gave us on behalf of Deb's. This is DJ saying peace out. One love. We'll see you down the road. And as always, we're wondering what's up around the bend. Oh, my God.